What is the deal with so many restrictions on the day of Yom Kippur? I know it's the holiest day of the year, but not to eat, to drink. We restrict ourselves from anointing ourselves with fine oils and perfumes. We don't bathe, we don't engage in marital relations. We're not an ascetic people. We don't believe in becoming like a monk on a mountaintop where, you know, the, the more things you don't do, the holier of a person you are. So why are we restricting ourselves in such a precise manner? Think about all the things we don't do. We're trying to become angels. Now, who are we? We're really angels, really? But there's an angelic side. There's a deeper spiritual side of who we are. So we disengage one day of the year from physicality and we express the more spiritual angelic side of who we are. And this is also expressed in a famous tradition. The rest of the year, after we say the line of the Shema, we say the next line, Baruch Shem Kavod Ed, Blessed is God whose kingdom is forever. We always say that quietly because we have a tradition that Moses overheard the angels saying this. And therefore, we sort of stole it. So we say it quietly. One day of the year, Yom Kippur, we proclaim it loudly. Why? Because that's the day that we are angels. We are revealing the angelic side of who we are. And that's important so that the rest of the year, we could always look back at how spiritual and high we were that one day of the year. So that six months later, we're wondering, can I do this? Can I live up to this, to this resolution that I made on Yom Kippur? And we can look back at ourselves and say, hey, look who I was on that day of Yom Kippur. Look how holy I was, at least for that day. And that can inspire us for the rest of the year. Because on this day, we're angels. That's what we're going for. Should be a sweet year.